There's like a quote my mentor used to always tell me, and it was by uh, Benjamin Franklin. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. And I think that's the ultimate like gift you can give someone because although, yeah, you can have a mentor, a sponsor, or different types of uh, figures in your life that help you get to where you, you need to be monetarily, but it's really that knowledge that you, you can never forget. I think that's why I prefer to read books over reading articles online because one thing about a book, you can't change what's on that page. You know, it, it stays there. Yeah. Um, so you find value in knowledge because uh, at least for me, I, I feel compelled all the time to to pay it forward. I mean, you you look at someone and you say, hey, man, they, they come to you. They say, hey, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, oh, OK. Well, no, you don't always have the answer, but you definitely have the motivational pieces that can help push them. Welcome to the Voyage Podcast, where we interview some of the brightest and most interesting entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives, and ask them about their lives, careers, and the values and principles that drive them. I'm Alex Freeman, and on the show today, we've got a slightly new format for you. Instead of being joined by a single guest, I'll be joined by three for a panel discussion around a specific topic. Today, I'll be joined by Mike James, a life coach and speaker, Brandon White, aka Positive B. White of Positive, Passionate, Motivated Marketing, and Tino Lyons of Lyons Capital Partners. We'll be discussing getting started as an entrepreneur, fighting burnout, and how to build the right network around you to find success as you work towards your dreams. All three of them are Voyage content partners. Content partners help Voyage in so many ways from spreading the word about the work that we do, sponsoring our mission, and collaborating with us on content like this. Let's get to the conversation. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, to to get things started, let's just kind of go around and and I want to give you each a chance to introduce yourselves. You know, with a little who you are and and what you do as you as you go through things. Uh, for for ease, let's start with uh, Tino. Sure thing. Uh, my name is Tino Lyons. I am the CEO and founder of Lyons Capital Partners LLC. Uh, we specialize in consulting services and pretty much. Uh, creating and, and taking your idea uh, into real life consideration. We, we specialize in automation and innovation. Uh, we like to serve as the uh, bridge between uh, generational wealth and overall enlightenment. And our focus point or target audience, I would say, is uh, underrepresented communities. You know, we, we really take pride in making sure that people that look like us uh, get a chance to go far in life with the proper tools and education. Thank you. Uh, Brandon, how about you? Hey, hey, good morning. Uh, my name is Brandon, um, known professionally as Positive B. White, and I am the CEO and founder of Positive Passion and Motivated, a advertising company where we motivate and encourage individuals to stay positive and follow their passion. So that's a little bit about me. And our third panelist, Michael. Good morning, gentlemen. It's great to be here. Um, I am CEO and founder of PNZ Life Coaching and also a facilitator for Certified Life Coach Institute. Um, I'm a transformation coach and youth coach and speaker. And in short, I help people to unlock their power, get out of that stuck place and become their best selves. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you. Thank you all for for being here and taking the time. Uh, you're you're all as as people may have just gathered from those those self introductions, uh, very successful, um, doing well out there, uh, living living the dream in a lot of ways. But I want to go, 
I want to take you all back to kick off our conversation to the concept of getting started. So there's there's a generation of young people coming into adulthood at what feels like a particularly perilous time. You know, stories about inflation, stagnant wages, soaring college costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Pick any headline from the last three years, really. Um, what do you say to a young person who's starting out and likely already feels overwhelmed with a sense of being behind? Yeah, I think for me, I, I love this question. This is, I do an interview series and this is one of the questions I ask towards the end. And the question, the answer that I get back often, and I'm going to echo it here is to start, <laughs> to start because a lot of times, especially with how much is going on in the world today, uh, we're waiting for that perfect moment or that right moment. And typically, um, it's going to come down to what is that right moment or that perfect moment? And it'll never happen. Uh, so, you know, the, the longer you wait, uh, a lot of things start to arise or thoughts um, start to come up and, you know, get in your head. So the most important thing is, you know, when you have something, especially when it's your passion, when you have something that you're passionate about that you really want to do, do it. Do it. Follow your heart. Follow that passion, um, because there. If if it's coming from a place of uh, letting the heart drive, somebody out there is waiting for exactly what you have to offer. And that's whether it's entrepreneurship, um, you know, an employee going for that next thing, or just volunteering to do anything. Uh, so that would be that would be my. Um, kind of advice there is to really do it. You know, of course, it's easier said than done, but really get started and, and grow along the way. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, and I, I definitely um, think that that's a, a great point you just mentioned. And um, I think uh, in this day and age, um, you want to have some patience. I would always encourage um, somebody coming up to uh, just be patient, be patient with themselves, And um, like like you said, just just get started, start where you are. And I would say also don't compare your life to to others um, because your journey is going to be different and it's going to be tailored to you. So I would always tell them to, you know, just focus on being the best version of yourself and um, just try to be patient with yourself. You know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, so just be patient and build brick by brick. No, for sure. I agree with you, Mike and Brandon. I mean, uh, the advice my mentor told me when I first got started was, honestly, make sure this is your passion. Whatever you choose and set out to do for yourself, make sure you're passionate about it because it will show. Um, and when times get tough, which it will, I mean, it happens to everyone, um, that passion is what's going to fuel you to you know, keep going. Uh, really find out what you want to do. Um, you have to be real with yourself and you have to also remember, like, you know, I had to learn you're not doing this for your mama, for your dad, for, for your grandma, your brother, your sister. I mean, essentially, the choices you make should, you know, benefit them because they're family. But at the same time, um, it's going to take you to be real with yourself, um, putting yourself on a plan because we all know it's easy to get lost in, in our daily habits. But make sure those habits that, that you uh, operate in are producing what you need in life, you know. So uh, that's the advice I would give. Be real with yourself. Be passionate about what you do and um, really know what you want. Uh, find a find something that's or find a lack, you know, or a service that there is a lack in. And how can you make it better? 
um, and really hone in on those skills you have. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a breeze. Everyone's going to go through something and you're going to be challenged. And I think that's the beauty of it all, though. Understanding like what you went through to get the results you're looking for uh, makes it all worth it. Tino, you just mentioned something um, that I, I also want to make sure we touch on here is you mentioned talking to a mentor at, at sort of the beginning of your journey. So, so gentlemen, I'd love to hear uh, briefly kind of how each of you did get started on the journey to where you are now. How did you go about taking that first step? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my mentor, his name was <laughs> Robert Johnson. Uh, he's from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, and for numerous summers, he would have me come to his home. Um, and I would be so confused because, you know, young and really trying to enjoy the summer with your friends and all this other stuff. But uh, after, I guess, his passing and when, when you don't have that that same access anymore, you start to realize everything that you've been through or that he has you do is for a purpose. I mean, I would wash his car. Um, I would cut the grass, cut his hair, um, all types of, you know, labor, uh, just, you know, uh, ideals. And I would be so angry and like uh, question, like, why am I doing this? What What is going on? And then reality set in and it was like, well, he was teaching me discipline. And I think that's something that we all um, at some point throughout our journeys struggle with. I mean, even to this day, I can honestly say I still struggle with it um, at times because we can get lost and, and, well, as my cousin would say, lost in the sauce. You know, it's a lot going on and it's easy to look at what someone else is doing to compare your progress to someone else. But I think having a mentor really allowed me to understand how serious life is and how serious life can get. And it was at that moment you had to make a choice for yourself to, to really say, hey, this is what I want. What I currently have is not enough. And I need to figure out where I want to go from here and how to get there. There was no strategic blueprint for success, as Brandon was, was saying and Mike was saying, you, your journey is tailored to you. So, uh, I, you know, finding a mentor was definitely a valuable uh, point in my life because without that guidance and without that wisdom, I would still probably be, you know, be lost out here. <laughs> I love that, Tino. I love that. Yeah, that's when Tino was explaining that, right? You, there's always quotes and different things that you could share with others from uh, something your mentor told you. And I think that's so important. And anybody you talk to and for young people, adults, anyone in general on that path is so important. And people, you may hear that and say, well, you know, I'll do it at some point. But I say as soon as you can find a mentor, sometimes multiple mentor, someone that's successful in their field, because a lot of times we think it has to be uh, specific to your niche or what you're doing. But even if it's just someone who's successful or doing things, have some experience just to get some advice. Uh, my personal story in terms of connecting with my current mentor for a few years, um, Dan Alexa, um, he's the the head, uh, the, the leading facilitator for CLCI, Certified Life Coach Institute. And I took my class some years ago in Atlanta and after the first day, it was just a connection and the the presentation and just kind of how he presented. And I, I had a uh, talk with my wife that evening. I went back that next day, day two of class. I walked up to him. I said, listen, you don't know this yet, <laughs> but you're going to be my mentor and I want to do what you do. And 
his response there is what kind of blossomed my path, my journey forward. He opened his hand. He shook my hand. He said, well, you said it. Let's make it happen. And so that right there, like a lot of times it can be organic. You'll connect with certain people that it just happens where it's it's that feeling, that gut feeling. OK, this is someone, you know, that can help me on that journey. And here I am, you know, a little over three years later, he's been my mentor ever since that moment and I'm doing what he does. And also it helped me in starting my own business and all of that. So I, I would just say uh, one thing to going back to that first question is as you're doing that, you're getting a mentor, you're getting started is to remember to extend yourself grace <laughs> because it's something about preparation and life is so hard to get to the point of launching. And once we start, we want it to be all, you know, all awesome. And I made it. So it's going to be good now. And a lot of times it's that disappointment of I made the announcement. So why are they not blowing up my business or why are they not coming left and right? And so I always tell people, extend your grace along, extend yourself grace along the way and just really keep going. But yeah, that mentorship is is uh, utmost importance, I think, to your professional development. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with what, you know, both both of um, Tino and Mike said. And I think having a mentor is really something that you you stand to gain a lot of knowledge and and they they really help you along your journey because they can give you some you know valuable insight and uh they'll let you know that hey it's not going to always be good you know you're going to have good days you're going to have bad days but the the main thing to do is to keep pushing through and uh the 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 good thing about my mentor was he was actually family it was my uh, my cousin Mike, and the reason I call him my my mentor is because he was one of the ones who actually gave me my first job. And when I got that job, I was I had to be like 15 at the time, but he owned a booth at the mall, and so he hired um, a lot of his family like to help you know run the business. So I was able to not only figure out you know what business running a business looked like and entrepreneurship, how it looked, but I was also able to spend time with my family and be able to enjoy those moments and learn and grow together as a family. And um, that's when I really got hit with the entrepreneur bug. And that's what I, that's when I decided that this is what I want to do. So uh, I think um, having mentors is really a good, a, a good thing. And I think, for the, the generation coming up, they should really focus on finding one or two or, or several and just be able to use those to help catapult them in the direction they're trying to go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you were saying, Mike and Brendan, like when you first are looking for a mentor, I feel like if, it, if it's going to feel forced, you know, it's not for you. You know, I mean, that it should definitely feel organic. And because it's very crucial about who you allow to teach you. You know, many people, you have to be able to have a keen sense of discernment. And I think I learned that from my grandmother. Um, it's it's very crucial because many people can look like they're doing something and have this this image of success that you're, is just, that's very attractive to you. But if you aren't really keen and aware of what you're allowing to be poured into you, um, you know, it's essentially you're watering dead grass. Because you have to find someone that's been through the struggle, that's been where you are, that understands and and has shown that grit and that makes it attractive to to be under their mentorship. So I think that's very important. You guys are, are so right about that. So all of you, all of you citing citing, you know, the the deep importance that mentors have not only played in your lives, but um, 
in in your view how young people should be seeking out those mentor relationships uh part of that relationship is obviously also then being a mentor how much of a a responsibility do you feel to now as you have gained success uh continue that that relationship and go and go seek out people to be mentors and and how are you responding to that sense of responsibility yeah i think it's i think it's definitely important um because it's this idea we always hear this right um giving back and it's so many different ways you can give back and i think that's one of the most important um avenues of giving back is reaching back like someone um as you set that up, Alex, we're sharing how important it was for us and some of the things we've learned from uh, mentors. And going back to what Brandon said, more than one mentor, if you can find them, because it's that person that sometimes you may not be able to get a hold of one person, but it's like, you know what, let me call this person. Sometimes it is that that older family member or, you know, it could be, you know, someone that you possibly grew up with that started their journey a little bit earlier. But I, I would say, again, that's one of the most important uh, avenues of ways we can give back because you realize that, OK, someone helped me on this journey and I know how impactful it was. So now let me do the same. And it's not so much you have to necessarily just announce it or go out there and seek it. It will come to you. There's going to be a time. <laughs> I promise you, if you do what you love and you do what you're passionate about, um, you know, is that your gifts making room for you, someone is going to notice and you'll have people to reach out to you and, and ask for advice or help there. And it's just being open. It's being open and ready for those moments. And I think um, it, it goes back as well to what Tino said. It's really um, having that discernment of knowing that right person for you. It goes on both sides, you know, not only for finding that mentor that's right for you, but that mentee, that person who you're going to pour into because you're sowing seeds and that's that's how I look at it. It's like when I when I mentor and I'm a mentor for someone, I'm helping the youth or I'm helping that person that's always uh, you know, kind of asking for advice and help along the way and just questions, may want to run questions by me. I'm pouring seeds as well into my growth. And so that's one of the things about it as well. It's a selfless act uh, to be that mentor. And it's always someone out there that could use the guidance, the experience. And um, though I don't like the word as much because I don't believe that they're absolute failures, but even the failures, right? You can share that with someone as well along the way. So I think it's, I think it's so important. And if you are of, of any age, adult, really, even if you're just in college, there's a high schooler, there's a middle schooler, there's someone out there that's looking for or that needs the light and the the experience that you have on life to help them. So I definitely think it's important. Yeah, that's that's a, you brought up some you mentioned some really, really good points. And I, I think the the one that, that really stood out to me the most was you said failures. And a lot of times when I try to, you know, um, coach or mentor somebody who's looking to get into, you know, whatever, whatever purpose they're trying to get into. I always try to um, give them some of my failures and shortcomings. And and the reason I do that is because it, it gives them, uh, it doesn't give them a false sense of security. I don't want to just come in and tell them, Hey, it's going to always be great. You know, when I started out, it was just this big, 
you know, this, this, this big thing and, and everything went right. I always want to give them, you know, the good and the bad. Hey, when I started out, you know, it was just a one man crew. It was just me. And, you know, I had to, you know, put all my own money up, you know, and I, I didn't take out any loans. So it was rough for me at first, you know, and, and usually when I do that, they begin to ask more questions and then they understand that it's a journey and that, you know, it may not always be easy. And it's no, you know, one A, B, C route that you can take. You know, some people's journeys is different. So you just, you know, I, I try to explain to them, you know, that it's going to be failures along the way. But that that's not a bad thing. Those those failures are what you learn and you grow. So I think it's very important on uh, when, when you're talking about mentoring somebody who's trying to get started. Yeah, that's that's uh that's great stuff right there. I agree. I mean. Like you said, Mike and Brandon, you can't be scared to fail. I feel like failure shows transparency. Um, you know, nobody started off perfect. Uh, and I think it also makes it, you know, worth the while. Going through that teaches you to, to value what you have. Um, there's like a quote my mentor used to always tell me, and it was by uh, Benjamin Franklin. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. And I think that's the ultimate like gift you can give someone because although, yeah, you can have a mentor or sponsor or different types of uh, figures in your life that help you get to where you, you need to be uh, monetarily, but it's really that knowledge that you, you can never forget. That's, I think that's why I prefer to read books over uh, reading articles online because one thing about a book, you can't change what's on that page. You know, it, it stays there. Um, so you find value in knowledge because uh, at least for me, um, I, I feel compelled all the time to to pay it forward. I mean, you you look at someone and you say, hey, man, they, they come to you. They say, hey, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, oh, OK. Well, no, you don't always have the answer, but you definitely have the motivational pieces that can help push them. And I look at pretty much a lot of opportunities as as that, like a moment to push and, and really motivate someone to get to where they want to be. Uh, I look at all age groups. I think that's a key point is to not discriminate. I mean, I learn from people who, who are younger than me and I learn from people who are 30 times my age and also people who are in my age bracket. And I feel like having that, that sense of openness and being humble really serves you right. You know, I mean, you just learning, learning allows you to mentor someone else. Being open to learning allows you to mentor someone else. And I feel like when you're in the middle of all of that, you have no choice but to pay it forward because you, you either pulling someone up while someone's pulling you up and eventually you learn to get up there where you're just pulling people up on your own. And I think that that makes it feel, uh, you know, you, you feel very honored to do something like that, in my opinion. I mean, I do it every day. I feel like, you know, even if it's helping someone with homework, it's, it's the practice of mentorship. I think that is very valuable, you know, so you guys make great points. So one of the things that that struck me there as well is talking about the importance of sharing those those failures and those moments that are particularly difficult um, on the journey, and especially for those that are that are have that entrepreneurial bent to them that are trying to build something uh, that is that is theirs in some way that is their own business, whatever that might be. Um, it, it can be such an absolute grind. Uh, 
to accomplish that. Or if you're even in a more traditional career path, those those first few years and often many more years after that can be that grind. So what advice do you have for avoiding burnout while on that journey? Yeah, that's a that's a good, good question. Yeah, I think uh, uh, trying to avoid burnout is, is is and that's something we all deal with. You know, it's something we all deal with. It's, it's you know, I wake up sometimes and, you know, I don't feel like enough. <laughs> but, you know, you understand that, you know, life is more than just, you know, just resting. You got to get up and you got to work. You got to be productive. So I think I think one of the best pieces of advice that I can give to avoid burnout is, is take your time. Um, don't be in such a rush. I think people people rush so so much they they they're always trying to do everything fast. Sometimes the best thing to do is just 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 be slow, you know, um take your time um and and really understand that it's it's a marathon. I think I think Nipsey said it the best. It's it's a marathon and you know fast doesn't mes- necessarily mean productive. You want to be even if you're slow and steady. Slow and steady is better than than um no movement at all. So I would say just try to be patient and, 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 and go slow. Yeah. I mean, I'll test what Brandon said. That's, that's the only advice I can give patience. That's, that's so true, man. I mean, you try to immediately start off and everyone likes to hit the ground running, but you know, it's not going to always play out that way and burnout. I mean, even to this day, I feel like I still find myself in scenarios where that feeling is similar to, you know, when you first started, and I feel like you have to understand or, first of all, be proud of yourself for the progress you've made. What I did when I first started out was I silenced the noise. I mean, you have to come off social media for a little bit because it'll make you feel like you're behind or you start comparing yourself to other people. And in reality, these people aren't where you think they are, you know, so you're competing against yourself and that can cause burnout. <laughs> um you know, and I, and I think something else you have to notice that it's not really a competition. It was, there's no competition. You're in your own, you know, way of doing things. You have your own unique service you, you provide to the world. You have your own way of doing things. And I think when you start comparing yourself to other people, it, it just makes it a lot harder to feel like you're making growth. And, and, and you are. You have to be proud of yourself. You have to be patient. Silence the noise. You know, uh, that's that's what I can definitely um, share with people for sure. Yeah, I, I love that. This, you know, the idea of slowing down to speed up, <laughs> you know, because many people and man, Tino, you that right there when you said silence the noise so many times um, it's the noise from without as well as the noise from within, <laughs> because so many times we're trying to keep up with something. Right. Something. And even if we get to the point where it's like, well, you know, pe- I'm not worried about what people say. I know why I do this and why I want to do this. Um, that passion, the help. That's that's the biggest thing. I think off- reflecting often on your why, like why you did it in the first place to give you that kind of that fuel. Right. Um, but in terms of burnout, sometimes it's also from that internal feeling, which it goes back to what we all said and that the idea of slowing down that internal feeling of I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing as much as I should be doing, or there's always something else. And I would just say that boundary for yourself, give yourself that boundary. And going back to when I was saying, extend yourself that grace, like you would do anyone else. Sometimes we have to sit down with ourselves and say, okay, 
if my best friend, family member, or that person who I talk to the most, if they call me with this same situation and saying like, you know, hey, man, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out, man. I just I don't feel like I got the energy to do anything, let alone the things I have to do for life. <laughs> I, can't, I don't I can't even think about my business right now growing professionally. It, and in, in that moment, like what would you tell that person and then apply it to yourself? So it, it definitely has to be one of those where we reflect in in those spaces sometimes it can be it can be a period of time where we recover from that burnout and that's where we want to really listen to our body and say okay right now yes i'm slowing down but i i often say it's that slingshot effect and I'm, I'm being pulled back just a little bit where i regain all this energy and i really get back on focus so i can be thrust propelled forward past this uh the point of where i was so i think that's that's absolutely important to really just check into what's going on um and bringing all those points together you really you got to pay attention to yourself <laughs> you know you are you are your biggest competition um and you have to pay attention to that and just kind of get that focus it, it goes back to the focus and and remembering your why and, and why you started in the first place because that's going to help me on the other side of recovering from that burnout. I think another thing I'd like to share that my mentor taught me was you can't look for instant gratification. Um, that can cause burnout for sure, man. I mean, that can cause so many destructive <laughs> like ways inside of yourself that is crazy. I mean, that can mess up things for you financially, socially, your health. I mean, when you start looking for that instant gratification and, and then when you don't get it, that can make you just say, well, you know, forget this. I'm done. I give up um, because it's really, you know, like like um, what's the what's the artist? Moneybag Yo is you versus you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look for that instant gratification, there's so many times where I've been looking for it or I used to look for it, I'll say, and I never got it. And then you start questioning, like, is this right for you? Are you supposed to do this? And I, And I just feel so bad for so many people that's given up because they haven't received instant gratification when they really should be operating where they are, you know? Um, so I wanted to also add that to the great points that Mike and Brandon made for sure. Yeah. I, I absolutely love um, all of those, all of those points that you all just brought up. And I want to, I want to just to kind of close this out. I want to ask about a little bit about networking because obviously finding a, a mentor, finding other people that you can talk through and go through this journey with um, involves building building a network of some kind, and especially in the last you know uh, three years, as the as the pandemic has has caught has disrupted a lot of some of those maybe quote unquote traditional networking events. Obviously, some are coming back, um, but all of our social skills changed in some way during that period. So, can you just give some kind of uh, some advice on on how to go about building that network around you for sure i mean when i first started out i didn't know what networking really was or the value of it and i think that's where you have to start understanding who you have around you and it's not it's not always about what you can get from other people it's about how you can help them i think that's the real flex like serving and finding where you can help essentially is going to always you know come back to you and the way that you you sold it, sold those seats. I feel like the key to, to networking is, you know, start networking before you actually need your network. <laughs> Having a plan, connecting those dots, 
and to always really assume there's value in every and anybody. I mean, when you start overlooking people, that person you overlooked can end up being the next president, the next, you know, essential figure in society. And it's very important that you treat people with humility and respect. Um, I feel like, you know, finding out how you can be useful, always following up and following through. You know, if you say something, be a man of your word, you know, always follow through what you said. Um, I think that that helps you get a long way in networking. Um, and like I said, serving other people is the real flex. You know, things always have a way of coming back to you. And especially when you need it or at least expect it. And I think those are great feelings. And, and I think you, you brought up some really, really good points right there, Tino. And I think the, the main thing I want to highlight, the, the point that you said, you said provide value. Provide value. And I think when you provide value to, you know, an audience, then organically they become part of your network. And then a lot of them will, you know, they'll reach out and ask you questions. And and I think that the main perspective to have is just to continue to provide a resource for individuals. And and then when, as you do that, I think your your network will grow because people will reach out. Then you can also reach out to other individuals. And then, like you said, you want to pre- you want to prepare you know, for your network, even before you have them. And I think just continuously giving them a valuable resource to pull from is what ultimately helps you to become successful. And like you said, if you treat everybody with respect and humility, that person could, you never know who that person who can become, you know, they can, like you said, they can become the next president. And then as they become the president, now you increase your net worth to a, a whole different, um, audience, because now you're working, you know, you have a friendship with the president of the United States. So, you know, it, it, it's really important that, like you say, you treat everybody with respect and humility. So I think those are things that that can help you, you know, um, expand your network. Yeah, I, I love that. It's back to that adding value. Right. Um, and just another encouragement for everyone in terms of networking is use your resources. We all have this rectangular thing that we stick in our pocket. That's a computer, our phones, <laughs> where we can always search at any given moment. You know, what's happening in my city, in my area, um, Eventbrite, different things to really get involved, see what's going on with local organizations um, in and around your city. Because that opportunity, you know, I, I call it your web like really checking your web and because people will say, you know, my circle, but I say it's that web because if we're all intertwined, we're connected in some way. How can we help and assist other people? The bigger it is, the more opportunities I have, right, to reach out to that person uh, when I do need it. Because now, again, I'm adding that value. I'm, you know, I'm getting in there, sharing my information and, and my experiences and what I have. And so I think it's really important to use your resources and we know it's important. Um, and if you don't know, we're, we're saying it, <laughs> it is important to network. So utilize all the resources that you have, you know, uh, whether it's Facebook, whatever, whatever social media you use the most right now, use that to see what opportunities are available for you. Um, because with that, sometimes you never know who's in your network. That is that bridge to the next level in your life, professional and personal. Well, uh, gentlemen, this this has been just such an such an enlightening conversation. Before I let any of you go, um, I do want to give you a chance to 
tell our listeners where they can find out more about each of you and what you're up to. Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Michael. Yeah, I, again, it's, like you said, Alex, it's been a pleasure to do this. Um, this is this right here is one of those things with what we're talking about this whole time that networking and connecting with um, people that are doing things, you know, in their own lives and growing and helping and giving back. So uh, pretty much across the board, you can find me at Coach Mike James, uh, my website, CoachMikeJames.com. Um, for those that are um, interested in getting any kind of coaching certification, uh, anything like that, again, I, I'm a facilitator for Certified Life Coach Institute. So um, you can definitely look us up there if you're interested in um, doing anything like that. And for me, I'm, I'm always doing something. <laughs> you know, I'm always doing something, uh, giving, dropping motivation and inspiration on my YouTube channel. Same thing as Coach Mike James there. So, yeah, I look forward to it. If you if you hear this and you connect with me uh let me know. You heard me here, and uh, I look forward to making the connection. Thanks, Alex. Brandon? Oh, man. Gentlemen, this is this has really, really been a, a pleasure to be a part of, and I want to, you know, send a, a thank you to each and every one of you just for providing valuable insight along, you know, about, you know, how your journey was and, and, and what, what are some things that, you know, helped you and mold you along the way. Um, for those who are, you know, looking to reach out and network, um, I'm at Positive Be White pretty much on everything um, on IG at Positive Be White and also Facebook um, at Positive Be White. So you can check me out there. And um, if you want to check me out on YouTube, um at Positive Passionate Motivated. So I hope to see y'all soon. Tino, close us out. For sure. It's been such a privilege to be on this panel with you guys. Um, such amazing uh, speakers and entrepreneurs and as much as it helped me I hope that we were able to help someone else out there you know um, ways to reach me is Lions Capital Partners LLC um, Instagram Tino Anthony underscore uh, YouTube channel coming soon we're getting some things situated now to be able to start dropping some gems and tips and tools to help people uh, advance their entrepreneur you know uh, goals and things of that nature and uh, like I said before guys it's been such a pleasure talking with you and I think these types of combos are very crucial and needed uh, so hope we're able to be a blessing.